In last week's episode of Bible in the News, Jonathan Bowen spoke at length of the film and Bible prophecy shown in the Gulf nations signing peace deals with Israel. The American administration is highly confident that many more Arab nations in due course will follow suit. President Trump said this week that five, six, seven or eight or nine Arab countries were queuing up to join, including the big ones, he told reporters as he returned to the South Lawn later in the day to depart for an evening trip to Philadelphia. Asked about Saudi Arabia, he said that he'd been in frequent contact with King Salman and that at the right time, I'll think they'll come in. That was from the Washington Post in the middle of this last week. For all Bible students, these events are of huge significance in their fulfilment of Bible prophecy. The prophet Ezekiel in chapter 38 makes clear that at the time of the end, the Gulf nations, the UK and the Young Lions, that is the Commonwealth nations, would not join a group of nations led by Russia, Confederate with Iran, Libya, Ethiopia and much of Europe against Israel. Christadelphians have therefore long believed that we would see the Gulf nations be more friendly towards Israel. John Thomas, a Christadelphian writing in the mid-1800s, wrote, Tarshish, that is Britain, Sheba and Seba, the Gulf nations, would be subservient to the angelic mission for the protection and regeneration of Israel. So, for over 150 years, Christadelphians have been expecting the events of the last week to take place. How wonderful that we can witness the unfolding of prophecy before our eyes. When we examine Ezekiel 38 a little further, we discover that there's a key element required before Russia drops into the land. That element is a form of peace. The land that Russia and her confederates will sweep through is a land of unwalled villages. Ezekiel 38 verse 11 prophesies of the thoughts of the Russian invader. I will go to the land of unwalled villages. I'll go to them that are at rest, that dwell safely, all of them dwelling without walls and having neither bars nor gates. The picture painted is one of a land believing they're safe, a landed belief that they're secure and without threat, without walls. This prophecy can only take place when Israel is at peace with their neighbours. This underlines the significance of what we've witnessed this last week. When the Apostle Paul wrote to the church in Thessalonica in the first century, he was inspired to prophesy of the time when Jesus would come back. He wrote, The day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. While people are saying there's peace and security, then sudden destruction will come upon them as labour pains come upon a pregnant woman and they will not escape. The accords that were signed by the leaders of the respective nations state clearly, we pursue a vision of peace, security and prosperity in the Middle East and around the world. This is the picture of the Middle East that is now beginning to emerge, the very picture we expected to see before Russia will drop down into Israel and before the Lord Jesus Christ returns to the earth. Some of the final pieces of the jigsaw are being put into place. We may miss from these accords one additional key detail. They are titled the Abraham Accords. They've been given this name after Abraham, the great patriarch of these nations. 4,000 years ago, Abraham lived in the Middle East. He's marked out in scripture for his incredible faith. When called by God to leave his home in Iraq, he set off without knowing where he was going, and yet without questioning, he listened to God and left in faith. As a result of his faith, God blessed him and made promises to him. In Genesis 15, we read that he brought him out of his tent and said, Look now toward heaven, tell the stars, if you're able to number them. He said to him, So will your seed be. And he believed in the Lord. He had faith in the Lord. And so it was counted to him for righteousness. 
These promises are the original Abraham Accords, the original covenant between God and a faithful man, a man who at the time had no children, was beyond the normal age for being able to have children, was given this great promise that he would have descendants as the stars in the heavens. How amazing that 4,000 years on from this promise, millions of his descendants from Israel, the United Arab Emirates, Bahrain, and seemingly millions more from other Arab nations are entering into an accord that bears his name. The Lord Jesus Christ said that Abraham rejoiced to see my day and he saw it and was glad. Although he lived 2,000 years before Jesus was even born, in faith he could see that in Jesus all the promises would be fulfilled and he would have the hope of the resurrection, he'd be able to inherit the land God promised to him and see that seed. Through the work of Jesus he would rise to see the seed like the stars of the heaven that God assured him of. When we look at the remarkable events of the world today, it surely takes less faith than it took Abraham to set off without really knowing where he was going. He simply trusted in God. We can see the most amazing prophecies being fulfilled. We can see the hand of God in organising nations to bring about the promises he made to Abraham. So for us, as we witness these great events, let's con continue to do so with Bible in hand, in faith, knowing that if we follow the commandments of God set out for us in the scriptures of truth, then we also can share the blessings God promised Abraham. The scripture, we're told by the Apostle Paul when he wrote the Galatians, foreseeing that God would justify the nations through faith, preached before the gospel to Abraham, saying, In you all nations could be blessed. So then, they which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. He goes on to say in that chapter of Galatians 3, If you are Christ's, then you're Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. And so we challenge ourselves, are we Christ's? Are we rejoicing to see the day of the Lord? The day when he will roll out the original Abraham Accord and bring blessings to all nations and people who in faith have tried to follow him. Let's ensure, as we look at the signs of the times, we're amongst those counted as Abraham's seed, as the stars in the heaven who we pray will be fellow heirs of the promises God made to him.